So thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. Hello, people. Welcome, people, to the show. Glad you're here. So a couple of days ago, I was at the assisted living of my, of my dad. <clears throat> and I went, I talked to the ladies, and I said, Hello, people. And they all busted up laughing. They thought it was funny. So today, I have a special gift that Randall and I received today that we're going to share with you. And we have a lot of weird news. Good news, weird news. Just so you know. So do me a favor. Please share this out, okay? And then we'll get right into the show in a minute. Hi, Stephen from Raleigh, North Carolina. Mia, hi. Jordan. Hello, Jordan. Hi, Melanie. Go ahead and tag some of you guys on Facebook that are in here, just so you know. Hey, Dina. decided to go big with my hair today, just so you know, in case you're curious. <laughs> if you have your Bible, open it up to Genesis chapter 2. I gotta read you some stuff. Yeah. 
Okay, so that's John Waller's song from seven years ago. It's called As For Me In My House. Serve the Lord. Yeah, we will. All right, so I don't know how about your guys' day, but my day has been super, like, busy. <laughs> Amazingly busy, which is a good thing. <clears throat> Although I haven't, I have to admit that for me, it's like, gosh, man, time's flying by. <sighs> There's a ghost. I can't even imagine how my dad must feel. <laughs> He's so old. It's like, eh, sonny. All right, so let's start. Um, first, I want to give a shout-out to one of our friends here uh, who surprised Randall and I this morning um, with with a Christmas gift. We got this this uh, this gift here from uh, GourmetGiftBaskets.com. And, uh, oh, this, this says what's in it. Oh, cool. Had no idea. Didn't even look until now. Anyway, this is from Kim Sauter, who's one of our pillars of the community. And Kim and Nathan, uh, they sent us this thing here. So it says here, a very special greeting card just for you. Aw! Got a card, people. <laughs> Actually, from uh, GourmetGiftBaskets.com. So Kim, Nick, if you're here in the walk, Nathan. Nathan, I mean. Nathan, sorry. <laughs> I knew it started with an N. Uh, if you're if you're watching the archive or even if you're watching live, thank you for this. Because Randall and I, as you know, we've both been kind of sick. So look look at what they gave us. They sent us. They had they had sent to us. First of all, it came like there's three three things here. Look at that, huh? Wait, see, and it has reindeer on it, which is nice. But inside <clears throat> inside the little one, we haven't eaten any of this, by the way. There is chocolate stuff. There's chocolate. There's more chocolate stuff. So there's chocolate stuff. <laughs> and in the, uh, let's see here. In the, the middle one, there is pretzels, which are, according to this, cinnamon yogurt pretzels, bareface. Mm. Randall is a cinnamon freak. He loves cinnamon. I, I like cinnamon. I love cinnamon, cinnamon too, but Randall really loves it. And <clears throat> there is, of course, pretty much anything with sugar, I have to admittedly add, you know, I'm a sucker for, for sugar anyway. Ah, and then in this big one, there is caramel corn, looks like, popcorn. Look at that, huh? Gourmet popcorn, caramel, and my favorite this these are what are those these are dark chocolate almonds yeah they are randall's not getting any of these i'm gonna eat all these no. <laughs> i'm just kidding actually right now randall really can't be eating anything like this because he's got a temporary crown so anyway so kim and nathan thank you thank you for this we're we're gonna we, we we haven't got our tree up yet, and my friend, my one of my best friends is coming tomorrow from Texas to come and help me put up my tree. <laughs> so, we were going to put it under the tree, but because of our dogs, we're definitely not going to do that, just so you know, because <clears throat> I don't want my dogs to get into it, because Tuggy Bear, aka the face of evil, will totally get into it, but, but that was very sweet, and uh, literally... <laughs> And a surprise, so thank you for that, because, you know, we don't get, you know, 
I don't get surprised like this very often. So it's, it, it really, it really touched our heart and all that. So thank you. All right. So this lead story, you guys, I saw this. And I thought, what the, what the heck? Okay. So here is the story. And this is over on Fox News Network. Wait a minute. Okay. And it's titled here, Biohacker Injects Himself with DNA Sequence Made from Bible and Quran Verses. Now, I'm going to read this article, and then we're going to get to that Genesis passage, okay? Because you'll understand once we read the article. Check this out, okay? It says this, A biohacker injected himself with DNA sequence made from parts of the Bible and Quran in a risky experiment because he wondered whether it would be possible. <laughs> Adrian Locatelli from Grenoble in France translated religious passages into DNA code to build unknown proteins which he then poured into his body. The high school student <laughs> risked Potentially fatal consequences after conducting the procedure without any knowledge of the effects the proteins would have on his body. Okay, then it goes on to say, Locatelli, who claimed the bizarre experiment was the first of its kind, converted all of the letters in the holy books into a DNA sequence. A DNA strand is made up of chemicals represented by the letters A, C, G, T. Adenine, cytosine, uh, guanine, and uh, thiamine, just so you know. Gotcha. And all genes are coded for by a different combination of these four letters. Okay. Locatelli replaced every Hebrew character in the book of Genesis with DNA, with DNA code, except, and this is, this is why I want to read these verses. Hi, Sylvia Sulin. And who else just came in here? Uh, Joshua TV came in. Hi. And uh, David. Okay. All right. I think, hi, everybody else. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> so first of all, this is completely insane in my opinion, just so you know, it is my opinion, but what I think is even weirder is <clears throat> he left out, listen to this, it says here, Locatelli replaced every Hebrew character in the book of Genesis with DNA code, excluding 210 to 214, or 2, 215, and 71-75 to because they were, quote, controversial, <laughs> going in the order of G-A-C-T. Okay, so... Just curious here. There's, I guess there's a lot of controversial Bible passages, but this high schooler decided to do this, and he intentionally left out this part. Let's see what's so controversial that he left out. Okay, so Genesis 2, 10 says, And now a river flowed out of Eden to water the garden, and from there it divided and became four rivers. Okay to 2.14, so we'll just keep reading. The name of the first is Pishon. It flows around the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold, and the gold of that land is good, and Delium and the onyx stone are there. The name of the second river is Gahon, and it flows around the whole land of Cush, and the name of the third river is Tigris, and it flows east of Assyria, and the fourth river is of the Euphrates. And verse 15, then the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to, cult to cultivate it and keep it. Okay, so 
just out of curiosity, do any of you guys find those five verses controversial in any way? Just curious. Put a one. Okay, just curious. Okay, and then chapter 7 of Genesis, beginning in verse 1. And by the way, thank you for the hearts. That touches my heart, literally. (laughs) Okay, so (laughs) Genesis 7, 1 to 5 says, Then the Lord said to Noah, Enter the ark, you and all your household, for you alone I have seen to be righteous before me in this time. You shall take with you of every clean animal by sevens, a male and his female, and of the animals that are not clean too, a male and his female, also of the birds of the sky, by sevens, male and female, to keep offspring alive on the face of all the earth. For after seven more days, I will send rain on the earth, forty days and forty nights, and I will blot out from the face of the land everything that I have made. And Noah did according to all that the Lord had commanded him. There you go. So out of all the passages in the Bible that this young person, a high schooler, did, he took Genesis and he left those passages out because they were super controversial. So the first verse, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. (laughs) Not very controversial, apparently, but you got to ask an atheist. What would an atheist think about that? Hmm. Just curious. I, I, I find this, uh... Interesting, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know. I'm not even sure this is a real story. I mean, it kind of seems like a ho- like a hoax type story. But it doesn't say anything about the Quran. What verses in the Quran he used? So I'm not really, I'm not really sure. Uh, you know what the whole point of this is. But I, I am curious about about. Your thoughts, bareface. I mean, do, do you have any thoughts on this? Because this is interesting, at the very least. Well, the <clears throat> Hebrew alphabet consists of 22 letters. Yeah. So I don't know how you uh, condense 22 letters down into four. And hmm. the four letters, you know, it's not real clear. Those four letters are, are <clears throat> the... Um, Excuse me. <laughs> so you're knocking stuff over over yeah, there? Yeah, this bottle. I was trying to keep it upright on the table. Anyway. But, um, <laughs> yeah, the way deoxyribonucleic acid works, DNA, well, we kind of know what its structure is, really how it works. I mean, we really can't say for sure. Um, I can't say for sure. I'm not that intelligent. But, anyway, I'm just trying to keep it relatively short that uh okay anyway like it says there those those chemicals determine the amino acids that uh then in turn dictate proteins that are formed in a cell so yeah so in this this strand this double helix um yeah, it's either, uh, as I recall, it's uh, <laughs> guanine that binds to cytosine and adenine that bonds to thymine. And so <clears throat> and it's one of the four on either side and pairs with the other. 
Right. Anyway, so anyway, how I don't know what kind of um sort of whatever that he used, what sort of algorithm or whatever that he turned twenty-two letters of Hebrew alphabet, and I don't know how many. There's a similar number in the Arabic alphabet to you know turn them into the DNA sequence, and this is all the letters. I mean, there are there's there are a lot there's a lot in a strand of DNA, but I don't think that um, there's more than you know. I don't. I think all the letters of both books would outnumber um, the um, anyway the, the pairs. Hmm. You want to take some that. questions? We're getting. Sure. Why had not? Okay, so let's leave, look, I gotta scroll back here. All right, so Bareface knows a lot about stuff that I don't know about, just so no, you know. I don't. <laughs> okay, wait, gosh, there's a lot of... Okay, Melanie has a good idea. Put them, the empty boxes under the tree. Good idea. Uh, human DNA out of DNA, question mark, says Gina from Versus. Jordan says Spider-Man, Superman, and Quran Bible Man. <laughs> That was funny. Um, no, no. Sound all about territory. Yeah. I'm just trying to be everyone's heart tapping. Well, good, Jordan. Thank you for doing that. How dare no. Okay. Listen to God. Sarcasm. Crazy. Basically, DNA is a language. It's what makes us special. Diddy K says it follows rules like grammar. Uh, and then Gina says DNA is made up of what letters people have them. How do the letters correlate to DNA? Yeah. And then Diddy says it's cool. That he created something with Bible verses, but why, I don't know. And then Joshua TV says, it's weird how he came up with a DNA from the Bible. Definitely a singular thought. Well, but he also used the Quran, so I'm not sure who that is. And by the way, Jeffrey Ryman, if you're out there, thank you for your donation that you donated to us yesterday. I really appreciated it. It touches my heart, by the way. Thank you for... for uh, you know, donating to our show, uh, and everybody who does, but you know, sometimes first timers, I like to give a shout out to. So thank you very much, uh, for that. Um, so yeah, anyway, we got other news, but I just thought that was interesting that they would highlight, uh, the Noah story, which by the way, <laughs> have you guys been to the Ark Encounter yet up there in Kentucky? I've heard it's a really good thing to go to. You might want to check it out. Uh, Maybe one of these days we'll get up there. I actually had Steve Ham, the brother of Ken Ham, who put that together, actually invite me up. But I actually had Natasha send me another story, too, which I want to talk about. This is the 11-year-old boy who's dressed as a drag uh, thing. Wait, hold on. i got to refresh my page. Bareface has got it up. I just got to wait for my computer. <laughs> my computer's lagging at the moment. <laughs> Taking a while. Yeah, it is. The spinning beach ball of death. <laughs> you be quiet. Hey. Uh, truth, truth and story. Tuggy Bear's upset at the moment. Uh, just because, you know, I haven't fed him yet. Nope. Because I ran out of rice. These dogs are so spoiled. Just saying. I'm still waiting for the page to load. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Let's go I ahead. I could read it. You can move your lips. Refresh. Ah, here it is. Okay, yeah, here it is. 11-year-old boy 
uh, dressed in drag, dances at gay bar, gets dollar bills thrown at him. Oh, my gosh. How tragic is this? Oh, my gosh. Who is this parent? Who is the parents of this kid? Where are they? Yeah. Okay, so uh, it says here, on December 1st, an 11-year-old boy dressed in drag dance on stage in a sexual manner at a gay bar in Brooklyn, New York, called $3 Bill. The child, Desmond uh, Naples, I guess that's how you say it, was dressed as a Gwen Stefani, Stefani lookalike, full drag makeup, a blonde wig, and crop top included, as he bounced around on stage to No Doubts Like a Girl uh, and collected dollar bills from male adults viewing the number. You know what? That parent should be... Sh- well, I can't say that. <laughs> Hi, cat. Hi, mom. Hi, mommy. <laughs> Mama cat's in the house. I gotta be good. Just so you know. <laughs> Indicted for child endangerment? Uh, yeah, let's just say that. That's more polite. Uh, the Daily Wire has reviewed and confirmed the, quote, performance, unquote, through video and photo posts on social media, but has chosen not to link to the exploited footage. Well, duh! Okay. <clears throat> the performance first flagged by YouTuber Yosef Ozia was promoted on Eventbrite by $3 Bill. Only in New York, a nightclub that makes you go, whoa, reads the promotion featuring upcoming legend from television in the runway. Desmond is amazing, performing live. This stage, this dance floor, this house is ours as long as we protect it. Of course, you know what goes through my mind? Maybe I'm crazy. But like Melanie just said, child abuse, my first thought is how many men have gone after this kid. That's my first thought. Has this kid been sodomized already? I mean, just saying. He doesn't look like a very happy young boy. In the picture. Can you pull the picture up so people can see it? Sure. Let me do a little switcheroo here. Okay. While you're doing that, I'll just keep reading it. Thing. So it says here, the promotional ad notes that $3 bill bar, $3 bill bar is, quote, queer owned and operated, and we foster a safe space from love. We respect all human persons as long as those human persons are also respectful to the ones around them. I left after seeing a child dance on stage for many at nighttime. This was on Saturday night, and I have been feeling disturbed ever since, wrote a one-star reviewer of $3 Bill on December 3rd via Yelp. Other viewers on Yelp noted that the club has a no-cell-phone policy, as highlighted by Dangerous.com. The club has a weird no-cell-phone policy, but we wanted to have a good night, so we went along with it. The club put our phones in these lock sleeves, which we could tire around the club upon entry they stamped our hands and write our phone check cost check numbers in our wrist and permanent marker said one reviewer another said they also make you put your phone into a locked magnet pouch at the door so it can't be used while there you can slip it into your pocket but you can't get in the pouch so that right there has to give you pause i mean that would give me pause just so you know Though many have been outraged at Desmond's parents because of the clearly over-sexual nature in which the child has appeared publicly, the media have been relentlessly promoting the, quote, inspirational drag kid. Left-wing site The Daily Beast gushed over Desmond and his progressive parents in a disturbing piece from February titled RuPaul Loves Drag Kid Desmond. You will too, fiercely. In June, the Today Show promoted the over-sexualized child, Meet the 10-Year-Old Drag Kid, taking over social media with, in, with inspiring message, reads the caption to a video interview with Desmond. Gwen Stefani is a man. Okay. 
Good to know. It is really amazing being in the spotlight because I get so much support and I'm an inspiration to so many people, which is which is one of my number one goals, Desmond told the Daily Beast. I like all the fame and helping the LGBT community fight for our rights. <clears throat> when Desmond was just six years old, he was featured in a music video with drag queen and season six winner of RuPaul's Drag Race, Jinx Monsoon. As a fourth grader, the child was used to advance LGBT agenda, giving a speech at New York City Prides in 2017. Hmm. Though Desmond told the Daily Beast the Naples families takes no money from his drag endeavors, it appears the parents are jumping into a for-profit territory if they have not already. I find that really hard to believe, given the fact that the kid is given money. He's, he's having these people throw money at him. Desmond's current projects are listed on DesmondIsAmazing.com, such as clothing line exclusively for drag kids called House of Amazing. Oh, my God. See, now this tells you the end is near right here. I mean, when there's very little outrage about this type of child abuse, and, I mean, seriously? I mean, how demented do you have to be as a parent to allow your child, you know, to do that? And and I do not, just so you know, I do not blame this kid at all. At all. I don't think this is the kid's fault. Uh, I don't actually think this kid has any responsibility at all doing this because he's a child. I mean, he's when he was six years old, they were doing this with this kid. And now he's 11? That is ridiculous. That's, that's outrageous, actually. I mean, it's, it's, it's tragic. It's actually, it's actually tragic. Hey, Kim, there you are. I don't know. Did you see the beginning of the show? We, we thanked you for your, your, your great gift of temptation that you gave us. We, <laughs> Really appreciate it. So you'll have to go back to the beginning and watch again. Uh, so thank you for thank you for that. Um, so yeah, jeez. Oh, See, it's this type of thing that just. I mean, I know how I feel. Can you imagine how the Lord must feel? I'm just saying because God's got patience more than me. That's for sure. Um, yeah, bareface. Do you have any comments about that or? It is a minor, Stephen. That's the thing. And, you know, if we go back to NAMBLA, the North American Man-Boy Love Association, their whole goal is sex before eight years old or it's too late. That's what they say, or at least that's what they're saying. And, and don't forget, that's actually what they're trying to do. They're trying to ultimately lower the age of consent by desensitizing people to this stuff. And, you know, I've said it before. Maybe some of you are new. You don't know. But there's an there's a group of people called Before You Act who are actually promoting the idea that pedophiles, instead of calling them pedophiles, let's call them minor attracted persons who are discriminated against. And they're using the same fallacious research based on Kinsey, who is also a pervert, saying that so-called 10% of the population was were born that way, uh, minor attracted. Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, you know, I, I just, ugh. yeah, anyway. Yeah, reading the rest of the article, it says the boy is also working on a magazine titled The Amaziest Magazine, mm. targeted LGBTQ youth, and preparing a launch, preparing to launch a new video series on his YouTube channel called Let's Get Amazingly Real, blah, 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 uh, website where he plans on launching a makeup line for either this, yeah. either this boy, this child, this 11-year-old child is 
is a genius prodigy that knows how to set up and run a website and a YouTube channel and um, and you know has knows how to start up a makeup line and all this. I would say he's being merchandised. Oh he, yeah, he's he avoids, an object. He's an object being merchandised by Well, a sinister, a sinister adults, <clears throat> uh, selfish adults who see him no more than, and you know, as a way to fulfill their, you know, to gratify <clears throat> rather to gratify their sensualities. Uh, and it's, uh, no words. I'm just. Yeah. It's. It's. I don't know whether to. Well, a lot of people scream are. Scream or to cry. Yeah, a lot of people are saying that they don't want to eat their dinner now. Yeah. I want to read you guys a comment, uh, a quote from this morning I, I read. Because this, this, you know, obviously. What am I? Your cheerleader? <laughs> yeah, I am. You can do it. Okay, so here's, here's the thing. <laughs> I, hi, picking pearls and everybody else that came in. Okay, so why do I report news like this? First of all, this was sent to me, and I appreciate it because I hadn't seen it. By the way, anytime any of you, you, any of y'all out there want to send me anything, I should start saying y'all, even though I've lived here six, six years. Uh, <laughs> you can tweet it to me or send it to my email or through my website or on Facebook, whatever. It doesn't matter to me. I'll get it somehow. Um, if you send it to my text message list, if you join that, actually, that's that's where this was actually sent to me at. Um, so text me at uh, text Bible News to 33222. Do that. In fact, if you guys get like more people to join that list, it'd be awesome. Because uh, I'm going to be doing more giveaways actually in the future. But um, I read this comment this morning uh, <clears throat> from Ken, Ken Blanchard. And I'm bringing this up because, look, all of us have a sphere of influence right now you're a leader on some level and uh, i'm a leader on another level and bareface is a leader on another level <laughs> we're all leaders we all we all reach somebody so ken blanchard wrote this he wrote there's a difference between interest and commitment when you are interested in doing something you only do it when it's convenient when you are committed to something you accept no excuses uh, then he went on to say, don't equip, don't equip people who are merely interested, equip the ones that are committed. So I was thinking about this this morning as I was, you know, kind of doing my side business legal shield and thinking about, um, you know, just in terms of business, you know, the various things I get interested in versus commitment. But then I started also to think about, <clears throat> I think about my faith as a, as a follower of Christ Am I just simply interested in Christ and Christianity and the news of the day and being able to expose evil among the world, you know, or am I really committed to it? And I bring this up kind of as a challenge to you as well as to me, because this is how I just think. Okay. I think that way. And the question is, okay, so we read this outrageous story about child abuse, but are we interested in it? Or are we committed to helping stop it in some way? I'll tell you something that happened to me a couple of, uh, I guess it was a couple of weeks ago. I was at Pickleball. And 
there's a shock, right? <laughs> anyway, I was I was at pickleball and I happened to be wearing a TV uh, a a t-shirt, uh, and on the t-shirt it talks about uh, exposing and helping to stop uh, sex trafficking. And I'm just telling you the truth. I I got this shirt at a Periscope Summit two years ago. Uh, it was it was a swag giveaway. And the shirt fit great. So I was like, yeah, this is an awesome shirt. I completely dismissed the message of it, just so you know. I'm just being honest. I was like, hey, this is a great shirt. I'm just going to wear it go play pickleball. Well, I was, I was playing pickleball. And another person was, a lot of people were there. But I, a man was there that I hadn't really talked to much. Um, he comes up to me and he says, can I talk to you a minute? And I said, sure. He said, <clears throat> I want to thank you for wearing your shirt. And I said, I thought to myself, why wouldn't I wear a shirt? But then I, I said, I looked down, I was like, oh, yeah, you're welcome. He's like, no, I really want to thank you for wearing that shirt because you you are uh, exposing uh, absolute evil that we need to go ahead and we need to stop, right? And I said, yeah, actually. Um, and then he went on to tell me, this was actually a man, which was kind of cool because I, I love seeing strong men who are out there protecting women and children and other men but I mean in particular I love I think it's there's nothing more cool I don't that's not even the right word but I love seeing strong men protect women and children because that's what men do okay that's what real men do real men protect children and women they don't beat them they don't rape them they don't sexually assault either of them you know they're they're not you know wussy you know, wimpy, femmy people, okay? Real men are out there, you know, the John Wayne types, you know, that's what women want. They want a man who's going to be able to protect children and, and, and them. Anyway, so this, this, uh, man who was manly looking, by the way, he wasn't a femmy looking man. And, and I am judging, so get over it. Okay. Anyway, so, so anyway, this guy just, he got tears in his eyes because here I am wearing this shirt, which I was like, whatever, you know, but it really touched him. And you know why? It's because that guy was committed to ministering to and protecting uh, these kids, right? And people who have been sex trafficked. And the fact of the matter is, is that's a huge issue. When I was a therapist many years ago, I actually uh, worked with sex trafficking victims. And I remember specifically uh, the, the, uh, the organization I, I worked with, I was actually on a board on this organization in Southern California. Um, we had uh, a location for the house. It was a safe house. We couldn't tell anybody. I couldn't tell anybody where I worked. Even Randall didn't even know for a while because I wasn't allowed to tell anybody because these people, uh, we were bringing in sex trafficking victims, you know, off the street <clears throat> and trying to help them help him out. So part of the reason I bring this up is because I read that quote from Ken Blanchard and it got me really thinking, you know, about how we are as people, as, as Christians, right? This show every single day, if you watch it every day, you guys should know the opening scripture on the front of the show, right? Can anybody tell me? Hmm? Some of you regulars, do you know what scripture it is that we put on the front of this show every single day? Because if you don't, <laughs> you aren't paying attention. Because we put it up there every single day. It's, it's part of my, my opening scripture. In fact, I'll read it to you. i got to pull it. I'm going to open it up, though. 
I'm going to give you a minute to see if anybody gets it. All right. So here's the thing. Before Randall and I named the show Bible News Radio, it was actually called On the Wall Radio. That's a, that's a, that's a fun fact. I don't know if any of you even knew that, but anyway, um, because of being watch people on the wall, watch, watch people on the wall, but the, the verse, <laughs> you guys write this down. The verse this show opens up, up with every single day is Ephesians five eleven, which says, and do not participate in the unfruitful deeds of darkness, but instead expose them or even expose them. So don't. Don't participate in the unfruitful deeds of darkness, but expo- but even expose them. That's what we do right here, but rather expose them, right? Different version, but, but yeah, rather expose them. That's why I cover the news that I cover. And the reason I cover it, and if this is one way you can be committed to the cause. Sorry, something dropped on my table here. Is by, yes, you get outraged about it, but here's the thing. You know what? Tell somebody else what's going on. Because you know what? A lot of people don't know this is happening, you guys. They don't. A lot of people, there is a remnant of believers that know what's going on. Everybody else is apathetic and they're asleep. And, you know, it's kind of like, you know, hello, we got to wake people up. Get them out of their apathetic state. You know, because tell you what, the gay community, the LGBT lobby, you know, the predators of our children, women and men and young boys, these people don't rest. Evil doesn't sleep, right? They don't, just so you know. They do not sleep. They are out. Satan is like a roaring lion seeking whom he will devour. Doesn't say snack, it says devour. And I don't know if you've ever seen anything devoured my dog tuggy bear devours his food every day i'm telling you he's just like in that ah! and I, I get so irritated sometimes watching him eat because it's just like would you calm down just like relax just chew your food i can give my dog tuggy bear like a cookie like that big and he'll swallow the whole stinking thing without biting it i'm like how did you do, how did you do that you didn't even chew it well, that's what the devil's doing, and he's doing it to people every single day. And we are called to be ambassadors for Christ, but we're also called to be children of light. And what do we do? We expose the unfruitful deeds of darkness, which means what? Like in yesterday's show, that pastor that I exposed, that I showed you, that he stood up in that school board, and again, it was the gay issue, right? It's the gay lobby coming in there. He was the only person that had the fortitude and the guts you know, to stand for Christ and his word on that school board. And instead, the evildoers, you know, oh, yeah, well, I don't know. Chris Christian says, well, I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, really? (laughs) Because for me, I'm sorry, it's not, you know, it's real obvious what the truth is. And I think, uh, you know, you don't dare put an evildoer between, you know, me and a kid because I'll get in that guy's face really fast. I might be a short, tenacious little woman. You go through me to get to a kid. Just saying, you know, and I think these people, uh, bless their hearts, uh, they they will one day answer to God. <laughs> they will. I 
boy. <clears throat> so are you guys committed or merely interested? Because I think a lot of people are just interested. You know, what can I get out of this? What can Jesus give me today? Instead of us being out there, you know, protecting kids. I, you know, I, go, I, um, I work with children in, at, at church in Awana. And I see, I have worked with children a long time, actually. Um, and you can tell who the troubled children are. You can. <laughs> it's very obvious. And, and, it, and, and it's, it's, it's hard. And these are people who are bringing their kids to church. So can you imagine the unchurched children like this one in the story we're talking about? These kids have no clue that there's another option because they, they, they haven't been raised in it. And so, you know, at the very least, may I exhort you to pray for these kids, you know, because I guarantee you that your prayers will be answered, right? They will be, they'll be answered. You know, in fact, I remember I was at, uh, I, I was in Fullerton College many years ago. It was a long time ago, actually, it's 20 something years ago. And I remember I was sitting out front of the library and I, uh, it, it was, it was right before registration, right? And people were going in to buy their books and stuff. And anyway, I was sitting there on a, on a, um, a wall outside the, the bookstore and there was a person sitting next to me and I started to talk to this person who I didn't know and it was around Easter. And I, I said to, to this person, I said, do you know what Easter is about? And they said, nope. <laughs> I said, really? And they're like, yeah, I have no clue what it's about. Yeah, I mean, I know there's an Easter bunny and stuff like that. I said, would you like me to tell you what it's about? Because, you know, we're getting ready to celebrate it. And they were like, sure. Now, I wasn't raised in the church, so I actually didn't understand what Easter was about probably until four years prior to that, right? I mean, I was in high school by the time I learned what it was about, um, the, the real meaning of Easter, right? So what is Easter about? I mean, and I know I don't get into the whole history of the paganism of all that stuff. Let's just talk about what we know, right? Easter is about the, you know, the resurrection of Christ. Ultimately, Good Friday, Jesus died on the cross for our sin, Right. Then he was buried. Then he then he rose from the dead a couple days later, right? Three days later. That's the gospel in a, in a nutshell. I mean, right? So us as Christians have this message of the good news that Jesus Christ died on a cross, was buried, and then three days later came out of a grave and turned the world upside down, literally, I mean, on its head. Because this is a dead man who came back to life. And who has not died yet, again. He's still alive, just so you know. And that's the thing. Jesus is alive. He isn't just some, like, fancy-smancy statue or you're, like, you know, on your cross necklace. He's not this figment of your imagination. <laughs> He's a person, a real person. And not just any person. He is the Son of God, the only begotten Son of God, which is very important, by the way, you should say that, because... What that means is that uh, he is the only begotten son of God. He was born of a virgin. Yeah, he was. Which, which that in itself is an amazing story right there. 
But, you know, he walked on the earth like we are today. And then he did all these miracles, which there's nobody ever in the history of humankind that has done the miracles that Jesus did. Just so you know, he did all these awesome miracles. Like, like, like Rose, he raised Lazarus from the dead, just as an example. And I love to sit back and go, ah, that would have been great to see. You know, I mean, the backstory to that is awesome. If you think about Mary and Lazarus, Martha, you know, three BFFs, basically family. And, uh, and the women are trying to get Jesus's attention. And next thing you know, he's like, hey, yeah, I'm kind of busy. <laughs> and he comes a couple of days later. And, and the next thing you know, you know, Lazarus is dead. And uh, Jesus is like, he cries because his friends are, you know, the ones he loves are crying. He has feelings, right? I mean, it's, you know, what other God does that? I mean, seriously. But anyway, so next thing you know, he's calling forth, Lazarus, come forth. And maybe somebody needs to hear that, right? Lazarus, come forth. And you know what? He did. Yeah, he did. And it freaked everybody else. Could you imagine if you saw that? I mean, honestly, you know, it's not every day you see some dead person come back to life. But here's where my sanctified imagination goes. I think about this. I think, I wonder what it must have been like a couple years later. They're sitting around a Passover meal and the little children are sitting there and they're looking up to Uncle Lazarus and, and they're like, hey, Uncle Lazarus, I want to talk about what happened. I heard you came back from the dead before I was born. Could you imagine what Lazarus said in his stoic, serious voice? Yeah, here I was dead, enjoying myself in paradise. And then Yeshua decided to call me back out of that place. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. I could see Lazarus being, having a sense of humor about it though. (laughs) He'd be like, Hey, you know, (laughs) meanwhile, Martha and Mary are like, Hey, do you realize what, what we went through? (laughs) And of course, by then Yeshua had ascended into heaven after he commissioned his disciples to go and tell the good news that he rose from the dead and their salvation from our sin, right? That he conquered death, right? And and so I could just see this. This is happening. And the children are like, ah, oh, can we reenact it? And I could just see Uncle Lazarus getting up with all this stuff wrapped around him. And the next thing you know, he's hopping up and down, you know, and, and they're doing that and you know, and all that. And anyway, the, the overjoyment of, of meeting somebody who rose from the dead, there's not, there's only a handful of people that can actually say they did that in person. Right. So I look at that and I think many years have passed and could you imagine, you know, what it was like for the disciples who walked with Jesus all this time, they saw him die, but then they saw him come back to life. And I always thought it would be super cool to meet the guys on the road to Emmaus, you know, because that would have been the conversation to be in on, in my opinion. You talk about inspirational Bible study. (laughs) You got the living risen Christ who had not yet revealed himself to them, uh, explaining the, the gospels or the, 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 the whole old Testament to them because the new testament hadn't been written yet you know and their hearts burned within them what other god does that you know what i mean seriously 
What other God does that? What other God gives, you know, his creation imagination or vision or passion to expose darkness, but to share the gospel? And that's why we're here as bearers of light and not the new age light, but the good light, the the light that expels the darkness, the light that when the demons, you know, hear the name of Jesus, they scream and they're willing to go into a swine because they're like, I don't want to be near this. I'd rather be inside of a pig. I mean, that's kind of funny if you think about it, just so you know, it kind of is, especially the whole Jewish part of it, (laughs) you know, and then, you know, I just think about some of the other women in scripture, like the woman who bled, right? She bled for years and, you know, she dared to be in that crowd and sneak up on the Lord like he didn't know it was her. But still, you know, and go, if I just could touch the hem of his garment, maybe I could be healed. And she is. Imagine that. Imagine that. Okay. Imagine the desperation of that woman. I can because I was kind of that woman. I had really bad girl issues for years until I had a hysterectomy. But in an instant, he healed her because of her faith. And I think that's what we need as a body. I think we need more faith. I think we need to exercise our faith more. Because here's the thing, just like what I was talking about earlier, are we interested in knowing God's word? Are we committed to it? Are we interested in just getting head knowledge or are we actually committed to walking in faith like God tells us to, right? You know, it's weird. I sometimes wonder how our lives could be really different if we really believed what we say we, we believe. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm not talking like weird stuff, but if we like really believed what we say we believe, how could our lives change? For the good, right? I mean, wouldn't it be great? It's so exciting to to hear stories of testimonies and stuff. But let me ask you something. When was the last time you had a really cool, miraculous story take place in your life? Was it yesterday? Or are you still sharing the stuff that happened a decade ago? Or a year ago? Or 10 years ago? Or that was a decade, but, you know, I said it different. I mean, just curious, you know, don't you want a fresh touch from the Holy Spirit? A fresh anointing, you know, from power, real power, not this fake baloney power. Don't you? Because I think God will give it to you if you simply ask him and you believe the words in his book. You know what I mean? I really do. And and you know what? Better time of the year to get in touch with who Jesus is, is to remember the miracle of the incarnation. You know, just saying here here we have a complete weird thing that took place when you think about it right mary who's a virgin gets visited by an angel and basically says hey you're gonna get pregnant by god (laughs) and she's like whatever yeah okay cool that's super awesome (laughs) if god did that to me i'd be like uh (laughs) I, i would ask her I'd probably say what she said. Oh, how am I? Uh, how's that going to happen again? I'm just curious. Never been with a man. Don't worry, honey. You know, that must have been the most interesting thing ever. Ah, I should be quiet. That's what. We're... <laughs> but then, 
her husband-to-be also gets an angelic visitation. And he's told, marry her. Don't worry. I, God, I'm just going to get her pregnant. Don't worry about it. It'll be all right. You know what I mean? Yeah, she was blessed. She totally considered herself blessed. You know? And then nine months later, poof, there's Christ. <laughs> a little baby, you know, who Herod, by the way, tried to kill, you know, when he was two, up to two years old. You know, they went after him. And they were trying to kill him. So can you imagine, you talk about how you had a hard life. Just so you know, Jesus's life was threatened from the very beginning, even before conception, I'm sure. And, um, and yet he overcame it. He was born. Yeah, he was. And then he rose from the dead after all the other stuff he did. And he's living today. That's all I got. That's all I got to say. He is alive. And you got to tell people about that. In fact, Jesus, the Jesus is coming. Merry Christmas campaign. I should relaunch it because <laughs> he is, he's coming, you know, and on December 25th, we're going to celebrate it because, you know, Jesus came the first time, but he's coming back a second time. And the second time, guess what, people? Everybody is going to know about it. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. This isn't going to be some secret second coming that only certain people are going to see. Everybody's going to see it. Everybody's going to hear it. Just saying. And I'm, I want to be there. Well, I will be. Well, hopefully I'll be there when it happens. Anyway, I have to uh, thank Ariel Ministries, our sponsor, because... You know, they are our sponsor. They probably love me. Um, if you, if you want to buy some good gifts, go there. Go to Ariel.org. You can save 30% on anything in the store this month only If when you spend 30 bucks or more, just so you know, okay? And um, all that. <laughs> and, yeah. What else should I say, Bareface? <clears throat> Poor Tuggy Bear's having a meltdown. He's crying over there. He's passionate. He's committed to being fed. He's not interested in food. He's committed to food. <laughs> Any other resources you want to mention? Uh, yeah. If you go to our resources page, you guys can get some stuff there. You, we have our, uh, we have a couple of books and stuff. We got the, the Doug Hershey book, the Christian's Biblical Guide to Understanding Israel. This will strengthen you in your faith for sure once you understand it. The Gospel of the Holocaust in Isaiah 53. This book, you guys need to get this book. This is an awesome book. I'm telling you, you really need to get that book too. Get them both. They're not that expensive. And um, if you want to be a pillar of our community, donate every month to us. That's helpful. Really appreciate that. And all the extra gifts that you guys donate. Sometimes the cards you send me and you know, stuff, a cricket cutie. I know I'm still believing for a cricket cutie, just so you know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Or if you want to support our show by supporting yourself with legal shield, by the way, I should tell you one thing about legal shield. <clears throat> Some of you are going, yeah, I'm going to get legal shield and identity theft protection, but I'm going to wait till the new year. You know what? I have to tell you, don't wait until the new year. Do it now. Cause I think not positive. I am not positive. I can't don't can't don't quote me on this, but I did hear a little rumor today that ID Shield is gonna go up in price. Those of you who already have it, I believe it's locked in at the price it is. But ID Shield I think is going up in price. So if you've been on the fence about getting that, I get it now because they're upgrading it and there's gonna be twelve new protections added to ID Shield. Um, so right now it's nine ninety five a month, um, if you get it. And 
Legal Shield is still twenty four ninety five a month for an individual. As far as I know, that's going to remain the same. But don't wait. You know what? In fact, if you care about your family and you are able, you know, and you want to gift Legal Shield to somebody, or uh, or uh, ID Shield like for a year to somebody, you can do that. You know, all you got to do is contact me and say, hey, I want to pay for a year of this stuff. It has to be a year, though, just so you know. You have to pay for the whole year for your friend or relative or whoever it is as a gift. What kind? Now, if somebody gave me that as a gift, seriously, like just over $100 for a whole year, I would do it. I'd be like super excited because not only would it, you know, protect them for a year, but it's actually a very useful gift, you know, especially if, um, you know, if, if you can do it, you know what I mean? Um, so that is just an idea for you. And if you want to be an associate and sell Legal Shield, um, like I was saying yesterday, it's $99 to get started and that's it. I mean, that's it. That's literally it for a whole lot for your whole life. So if you want to become a person on my team, this is a business. You don't have any overhead. You don't have any product to lug around and try to hawk to anybody. This is a service product. So it's one of the easiest direct sales companies you can work with. And honestly, one of the most profitable. True story. Um, so if you're interested in becoming a part of that, get in touch with me too. And I would encourage you to do it this year uh, because here's the thing. I'll tell you this. If you become an associate this year, you get your $99 in there. We get you all set up. We get you leveled up and everything. Not only will you make your money back when you do the work, which isn't hard at all, but it will pay for your Christmas. I mean, there's, there's like, there's no doubt at all that it will pay for your Christmas presents and stuff. It will, it will actually pay for itself. So if you need a good Christmas idea, there you go, people. That's it. Just get in touch with me and let me know. Is that your mother-in-law? No? Okay. <sighs> anyway, so that is, uh, I think that's pretty much it as far as our show goes. I actually have all these other headlines I was going to talk about, but I kind of got on a roll. So maybe God needed me to say something like that. But anyway, if you don't have a will, you need to get one. Legal Shield's the best way to get it, just so you know. And um, like I said, consider giving it as a gift. So get in touch with me after the show and we'll, we'll get you all signed up. Okay? All right, everybody. Uh, we need to go because we got some, We got to take care of something. <laughs> my, my poor dog's crying. Mom, you didn't feed me yet. That's because we had to cook his food. <laughs> so uh, you guys have a good evening. Remember, be bold, stand up, go with God because he loves you guys. Yeah, he does. Go tell somebody else that God loves them too, okay? <laughs>